0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the Bible Rightly Divided again this week. Uh, This week, I have another guest on. His name is Billy. Are you here with me, Billy? I am here, Mitch, and I want to thank you for inviting me on your podcast. Oh, I enjoy having you with me. So this week, we're going to just spend all all of our time in Ephesians uh Through the first three chapters, we're not going to jump around like we usually do, and uh, I know it sometimes can be confusing for people and I've taken a little of your your advice, Billy. Um, you wanted me to bring up something that this younger generation could uh, uh, get get into, and I think this will be as easy as it gets well. Yeah, because
1: I, I was kind of thinking that, you know, when everybody listens to people when they talk about the Bible, I know back in, probably you too, back in my day, it was like, oh no, you get the whole, you, you get the whole, um, oh, you know, what you call them Bible thumpers, people trying yeah. to push things down your throat. And I yeah. Thought, I thought maybe it would be good if you could explain some passages where, where we could share it to somebody, some young right. person, and turn them on to the Bible. And it, it's that whole thing, Mitch. You know, if you can maybe save one person, you did your job.
0: That's right. So this podcast is um, really focused to people who don't have a lot of time because we try to keep it under 30 minutes. Sometimes it goes over. Last week, me and Danny was closer to an hour. So, but it happens. (laughs) Um, And not only that, they can actually do it from the comfort of their own home and they can do it at their leisure. So I hope that this is going to be a blessing to somebody uh we just it's just a good old-fashioned bible study we're not trying to um you know com- commit you to anything we aren't making any money doing this am i correct in saying that billy
1: you are correct there, and I, you know, I'm following you and going to kind of let you lead me along with this, because, all right. you know, if I can pick up something that you mention and say and share it yeah. with somebody, I think we we all succeed
0: in the long run. Right, and uh, of course, we focus mostly on rightly dividing the Bible, which I'm not going to go to this this verse but it's second timothy two fifteen, and anybody can look it up and please make sure you're using a king james bible because it is the only true word of god it has been uh inspired by the holy ghost uh all other versions after the king james version was made was translated by man and you know you and i know and i've i've made mistakes too over the last few podcasts um and I encourage everyone to check us out. Make sure you go into the Bible and read the passages. Make sure we under, you understand that we are reading right directly from the Bible. So with that said, Mitt, Billy. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Now,
1: what you're gonna talk about today and in, in your rightly the Bible, what portion of the divided part are we in? I know you said there's like three different
0: past. Yes. There is time past and there is the but now, which we're in right now. This is the uh, present time. And then there's ages to come, which is the future, which I haven't even touched on that much at all. I have touched on time past a little bit just because to show everyone the difference. So God set his Bible up like a timeline and it's basically from Genesis through Acts that is time past. And it's to Israel. So God had two different people that he, in the Bible that he talks to. One is Israel and one is the Gentiles. Well, if you're not in Israel, then you are the Gentiles. So it's either one or the other. And God is now focused on the Gentiles or anyone who wants to believe 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, which is our salvation today, and I, I definitely encourage you to look that up. It's always, you really need to understand how you're saved today. Israel had a different plan to get saved, and I went through that in the last podcast we did, so I'm not going to go into that anymore, but today's uh, reading is in the but now. It's the now okay. Written written by a man named Paul, who was inspired by the Holy Ghost, and he was given a message by the risen Jesus Christ, not the Jesus Christ that was on Earth when He was trying to get Israel their kingdom program. He's now in a different program than what Paul is called Grace, and Grace is just nothing but. You believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried, and rose again on the third day. That's it. It's that simple. It's really simple. It's really simple. That's how you are saved today. Now, Israel had to go through all kinds of works. They had, uh, they had to prove themselves to Jesus that they was actually going to follow him. In fact, some of them gave up their jobs and followed him on his ministry while he was here on earth, because they thought that was it, they was going to get their kingdom, while the reason they didn't get their kingdom at that time was most of Israel did not believe Jesus Christ was their Messiah, so God's, Christ just said, okay, Israel, I'm going to put you aside for now, God's going to give them that promise, he, he promised them a kingdom on earth, he's going to give that to them, and that's in the ages to come. And I, at some point in time, I will go into that and explain that, but today we're going to just stay in the butt now with Paul. And you know what, Billy? You're, are you in Ephesians chapter one right now? I think I am. You're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go ahead and read the first three verses. Well,
1: you uh, you can shut me off real quick if I'm wrong. Okay. So, would, I've got here Paul, yep. and an apostle of Jesus Christ, by yep. the will of God, to the saints which are at, now. What's that
0: word, Matt? <laughs> e- Ephesus. Ephesus. That's just a a place back in the back in the day. That's where they were. And to the saints, oh, Paul was actually speaking to the Ephesians. Oh, okay. So, so Ephesus is the place where the Ephesians live
1: oh okay thank you for clearing that up for me see I learned something already
0: that's right you need to know this that's right and to the (laughs) faithful in Jesus Christ
1: grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ blessed be the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in
0: Christ. Right. So this is Paul talking about the ministry that he has been given by Christ. And, uh, you know, you can, if you read Romans through Philemon, you, every one of those books are written by Paul. And he talks about the ministry that was given to him by Christ. By the risen Christ. Now there is two different Christ, believe it or not. Even though people say well it's the same Christ. Well there was the Christ before the cross and the Christ after the cross and the reason I emphasize that is because Christ was before the cross was one program. It was the program to Israel and it was supposed to be their kingdom on earth and you know how that went. Right. And then the Christ after the cross is the one that came to Paul and said, All right, Paul, I got something different for you to give to the people. And we're going to include the Gentiles now. And everybody's everybody's included in this. There's actually no Jew or Gentile in it. And I'm going to read some verses later that tells about that. So I'll read the next three verses, and then you can read the three after that. All right. We'll kind of go over it. So basically it's just, you know, he said before he even made the world, he knew that he was going to have to sacrifice his son to save the world. And basically that's what that said. And and being predestined doesn't necessarily mean a person has been predestined to be in Christ. That person really has to choose that. Even though it does say you're predestined. Well, you're predestined because he knows who's going to be the ones to choose that destination. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I'll let you read the next three verses.
1: All right. Well, this, this verse here, Mitch, I've read over and over, and it, yeah. it, it's uh, every time I read it, I mean, it's pretty self explanatory. Hmm. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Right right there, that goes, wouldn't that go according to you're saved? Right there.
0: Yes, you are saved by what he did, what Christ did. He's forgiven of all sins, not just Some sins, not yesterday's sins, not today's sins, not the future sins, but all of them. Right. Uh, He died some 2,000 years ago, way before we were born. So that tells me he has forgiven all of our sins. That's right. And this is the riches of his grace. And that's the period we're in. We're in the grace period of grace. This is his grace on us bestowed upon us and all we have to do is believe we don't have to do anything we don't have to be baptized we do not have to repent now repenting pretty much means changing your mind now you can change your mind from being uh, in israel's program as opposed to today's program now that's a change of mind right and that's fine if you want to do that If if you're in israel's program today you want to change your mind and go to the grace program, that's considered repenting. And you're not repenting your sins because Christ has already forgiven your sins. So it's nothing to do with changing your mind on sin because we all have sinned and we all come short of His glory. But it's His grace that has erased the sins that we have done. yeah, I, I find that
1: verse, that, just that one verse, Mitch, I think, right. if you found some young person, just that one verse right there should help them. Right. So anyway. yes, yeah, that uh, should that should help anyone. But... I'll keep going. I don't want to tie you, right. throw it down on you. So wherein yeah. he hath abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself.
0: Okay, so this is the mystery that was given to Paul, and this is Paul writing, and Christ gave this to him. You gotta realize Christ had already risen to heaven, and he was sitting at the right-hand side of God when Paul was on his way to Damascus, He was out to get some more Christians and put them in jail or even slaughter them if he had to. Uh, And that's when Christ said, hey, wait a minute, Paul, what are you doing here? I mean, in so many words, that's not exactly how he said it. You can go to Acts 9 and read the exact words. Uh, But he's just basically saying, why are you persecuting me? (laughs) What are you doing? You know, my people, these are my people. And you're trying to kill them and jail them? And that's when Paul was given the new the mystery that no one ever knew. None of the other apostles knew anything about this mystery because it was hid in God throughout all the ages. So interesting that's that yeah. So a lot of people don't understand that, and that is definitely if you read Romans through Philemon, you will see everything. In fact, Ephesians I've always said to everybody, if you don't have any time to do anything, at least read Ephesians. It's six books, six chapters, I should say, and it takes you about 30 minutes to read it if you read it through without, if you speed read. You shouldn't speed read, you should study it. You should just take your time. It's gonna take more than a half an hour if you take your time, but like we're doing right now, we're kind of taking our time. We're not speed reading. and I just what's kind of going over it and I can already see we're not going to get through the first three verses because it's been 15 minutes already but
1: (laughs) well that's okay Uh,
0: like I said I think if
1: we find one thing where we can touch somebody and do good and whether it's saving them or putting them down the right path I think you've accomplished your mission and I might have hung on but that that verse 7 in that chapter 1 just yes. it, it just says it all
0: yes it does and this next verse verse 10 I'm going to read just that one that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and which are on earth even in him so here is a word dispensation a lot of people say well why are you rightly dividing Well, it's because there are dispensations throughout the Bible. You have to figure out which dispensation is yours and which dispensation is not yours. This dispensation is ours because it's the fullness of time in which he gathers together in one, which is Jesus Christ, both which are in heaven. That means those who have already died and gone before us. And those that are on Earth, and uh, I also wanted to mention that one of those verses verses said that our um, you know, our blessings are spiritual blessings in heavenly places because we're going to end up there someday. Right. That is that is where we are going to he- end up if we believe what Christ actually did for us, and that's an easy thing to do. So anyone out there that thinks, Oh, I, I'm, I'm one of the worst sinners in the world. There's no way I can be saved. Well, Jesus, you know, who was the first one that was saved in this program? Paul, Paul, and what was Paul? Paul, his, his old name was Saul. He was a murderer. He murdered Christians, God's chosen people. So who? Can, how much worse of a sin can you have than murdering people? That's right. So if he can save Paul, my friends, he, he can save you no matter what you have done. That's a good point. No matter what your sin is, he has forgiven it if you just believe. That simple. I'll let you read the next verse, Bill.
1: Oh, where are we, Ten. 11 11, sorry about that in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being Inheritance. inheritance being predestinated predestinated according to the purpose of him who worked all
0: things after the counsel
1: of his own will
0: so we are we have obtained an inheritance. Well what is that inheritance? If we believe if we belong in the body of Christ, which we do, once we become saved, we are part of the body of Christ. And we also inherit what Christ has. Imagine that. Wow. I mean God is I mean Christ is God's only son. Does that make us sons? along with him, because it does. We're, if we inherit what he has, we are also sons, And we are justified by Jesus Christ for what he did on the cross and and for dying and, and for raise, rising again on the third day. We're all gonna get that rapture. We're all gonna rise again and we're gonna meet him in the clouds. And we will be just, we will get a new body And uh, it's going to be a glorified body, just like Jesus himself is glorified. And it's going to be wonderful. It's just, you know, I I can't, I don't know how to explain it other than you have to read the Bible. Well,
1: you're going to be, you're going to be reunited with a lot of people.
0: That's right. And especially Christ himself. You're actually going to be with him and the God, the Father and the Holy Ghost. Can't even imagine it. I Really no, can't.
1: Everything's going to be real. You know, we don't have. We won't have to worry about sickness and death.
0: Right. It'll just be no more pain. It, it sounds
1: sounds like a place I want to be at. I don't know about you.
0: <laughs> I and you know the thing of it is um, two reasons that I am doing this Bible study, and maybe three reasons, I guess. One is when I learned this. I was like, wow, I am a different person in Christ. I need to share this. And the second reason is, I wanna see everyone's smiling face when we get to the other side. And there is a third ulterior motive. There's no money involved, but we are supposed to get rewards if we preach Paul's gospel. And there's verses on that, I'm not gonna get into it because it, it would take me a while to get into that, so. But we did talk about it in some of our other podcasts. So You want me to read number 12 you, for you? Yes, um, I was going to say, I'll let you read the next that, one.
1: That we should be to the praise of his glory, who
0: first trusted in Christ. And we are to the praise of his glory, just, in, just because we trusted him. Wow. Go ahead and read number 13. In whom ye also trusted...
1: After ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise.
0: Yeah. So this is telling you that because you heard it, you've heard the word of truth and you've read it from the, God's word. God's word is nothing but truth. There's no false, nothing false in his, in his gospel at all. Um, There may be some people say, well, there's there's contradictions. Well, not if you rightly divide. There's no contradictions, because if you know one program belongs to one person and another program belongs to another group of people, then there is no confusion. You know what's what and whether or not it's time past, but now and ages to come. It all fits like a glove. So you're sealed you are sealed sealed with the holy spirit of promise what do you seal then you are sealed in the body of christ and there's a verse for that but i'm not gonna like again we don't have that much time to go into that now let me read the next verse um, we left off on 13 which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory we are in the earnest of our inheritance until the day of redemption. In other words, we're going to be sealed in the body of Christ until he comes back to get us. And then we'll be in his, into the praise of his glory. I mean, pretty self-explanatory, it sure right? Is, really? It sure is. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, ceased not to give thanks for you, making mentions of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. So this is Paul just telling about, talking to the Ephesians, um, what, you know, he he expects of them, and what they can expect, and so forth. Once they come into the fold of Jesus Christ, um, the Holy Spirit is in there with you, and it's keeping you and helping you learn the wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. I'll let you read eighteen, nineteen. And All right. The eyes of your
1: understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, Lord, who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places.
0: And there wow. we have it. Ah. So this is powerful words right there that, uh, basically everything God made, he made for Christ. And the reason he did that is because he knew what Christ was gonna have to do to purchase us. He knew that Christ was going to have to come to earth and suffer on the cross, die, and go to hell for three days, and then raised again, and now he's sitting at the right-hand side of his father. All right, so uh, we left off on... Yeah, I guess you can finish up those four there. All right. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him... Oh, we already did that one. So the next three I'll do. Far above and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So basically this is just saying that once Christ... Sat at the right-hand side of God, he is far above everything. All principalities, all power, all might and dominion and every name that's named. So, the reason he is that high up is because of what he did to save man, to save mankind in this day of grace. So, and I think he's worthy of it. I really do.
1: That, 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 First chapter there, Mitch. I think you could pick out many different verses and share with anybody of a younger age that has questions and is unsure. I mean, there's a lot just in that first verse,
0: the first
1: chapter there that answers it. It answers it.
0: And uh, I was hoping we'd get through three chapters, but I'm not even sure if we're gonna get into the second chapter. I suppose well, we, could, we could start on it. We, well,
1: you could, and you always can drag it on for another couple weeks beyond, really. I
0: think yeah. we're going to have to. I think we're going to have to make this more like a uh four yeah, weeks. Every four weeks. week Every four-week So,
1: so uh, Mitch, you... Uh, I guess if there was a young person out there, I'm... Too, hypothetical question here for sure. you. If there's a young person out there that came to you and says, how 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 can I believe that there's something going to happen to me after I pass on? Or why should I believe? What one verse or one thing would you point them to? This section we're talking about? Well, I'll
0: tell you what. Ephesians is a very powerful book. And it's got everything in it that belongs to the body of Christ. So there's really not any one verse that I would point him to other than 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. So that's four verses and that's our salvation for today. And let me tell you, once you're saved, things change in you like I can't explain it, you know. You become a better person. You become a gentler person. And then you start thinking, well, okay, I've been saved. And now I belong to the body of Christ. I mean, think about that. Now, we all know that's not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. Right. You are spiritually in the body of Christ. And then someday it will be a physical thing. Someday you will be in heaven with christ and you'll be doing things you never even heard of before and the the greatness and the wonderfulness from what i i mean if you read the whole book the whole bible there's descriptions about heaven all the way through it and it's all good there's nothing bad about it so colors are so much more vivid the smells are better uh you're more aware of your surroundings and it's just And when we get that new body, we'll know more, I mean, right now I'm 65 years old and I know I'm, I haven't got much more time on this earth, hopefully another 20 or 30 years maybe. Um, But I know I'm getting closer to that point where I may be spending eternity, The the next step will be eternity. Well, so let's think about this as a overall thing if you look at the complexity of this earth everything that's in it and you look at all the different types of animals there are all the different types of trees flowers plants insects and so forth you've just got to say to yourself that had to be created by something a lot more powerful than i can even imagine So, that right there should get you to thinking, uh, I'm not in this universe alone. I mean, there's more to this universe than just this earth. And the Bible explains it. It's God's word to you. He wrote this so you could understand how to live through life and the way he wants you to live. So, I hope that's a blessing to you all out there. I just, you know, hope that this... Podcast is a blessing to you, and I hope you come back for more because I've got so much more to talk about. Uh, that's the thing about the Bible; there's just you—you you don't run out of things to discuss on it. How would you, Bill? Well, I—I I would agree with you, Mitch. I think when you
1: understand part of the Bible and you get so you understand it better, I think the way you're teaching. Is a better way to understand it but the but the end result is everlasting life because right. your spirit your spirit's always going to be there yeah this and this this is a shell
0: i occupy right. Right.
1: that's a shell you occupy
0: but it, there's a verse somewhere in there and i can't remember where it is but it kind of explained it all while the outward man perish the inward man renews day by day. That's right.
1: And, uh,
0: that just tells you that we're all going to die someday, but our inward man is still going to keep going. Um, and, and it's going to be forever. And it's just on whether or not which place you choose to go to. I mean, you're not going to choose hell. Nobody chooses hell, but you can choose heaven.
1: Right. Right. And what a great, uh, how can you, you know, you got to be excited knowing that you're going right. to have internal everlasting life
0: by being with God. Right. And I do want to say one more thing. Uh, we're already in the 33 minutes, but that, this is worth saying. Um, I've gone to a lot of churches over my lifetime, a different uh I don't know what uh, religions and so forth are different names and everything. Like Baptists, I've gone to Presbyterian, I've gone to uh, a bunch of other ones, and I don't need to mention them all. Um, but every time I went to a church, I was, you know, I'd, I'd go for a while and I'd be like, "Yeah, this is okay." You know, you get that good feeling at the, you know, when you go to church and everything. But after a while, you get to the point where, is this it?" This is all to it. We come to church every week. We do the rituals every week. We sing those songs. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not bad-mouthing anybody. Um, but I got that empty feeling after a while, like there's gotta be more to it than that. And then when I found this rightly dividing and I can understand what God has written to me, now my eyes are open. Now I can see what God wants us to do. You found Yeah, before I was just I would go in and sit at the pew And listen to the minister And he had good good messages I'm not going to lie He had good messages Sometimes I felt like they were to me But everyone can do this themselves They can go right into the Bible Understand it themselves They don't even need me to teach it to them But if I can get you started In the right direction So that you understand it Then you don't need me And this is all biblical. I'm not taking any fiction out of the, And I'm using the King James Bible. So I just hope it's a blessing to somebody and that they understand it like I do. Good points, Mitch. Very good points. I think that's where the,
1: like you said, when you went to church, that's, I think, where, like you said, the same thing over and over and over and over. And it kind of, gives you that mindset of all you know somebody just thumping on that bible and that preaching all yes. day. and, and it, is it really yeah. to me or really to not about me but like you said with what you're doing you do it well, your time your leisure right and right. you understand it better
0: yeah and don't get me wrong all churches do good stuff i'm not you know, I'm not putting down any church at all. They all do good works. However, works is not gonna get you to heaven. Now, it's great that they do those good works and it helps people. And I, I believe that we're here to help people. And uh, But they also need to understand salvation today. That, if they can get that down, then they'll be a great, they'll be great, they'll be great. Not only will they be a helpful church to human beings, but they'll also be a helpful church to the soul. Well, I'm
1: sorry I dragged you dragged you so along. I admit you didn't get through your three chapters like you wanted to, but
0: well, we got one chapter. That's good. Maybe so maybe, next... maybe that's a better way to do things, because then you can really yeah. dig into it. And... Right, right, and because uh, we had a lot to fill in there too before we started, but um and i have to do that every week so people if new people come in and are coming board, they understand what we're doing here and uh, and well, i just hope it helps well i, Mitch, helps I want me. to tell you right now that
1: i'm i'm probably like you you know years and years and years ago i remember as a kid you know you know i I'm, i hate to use this term but getting you you get dragged to church and Yeah. Like you said, the minister is talking, and is he talking to me, or isn't he talking about me? Oh, well, but it's a routine. But with what you're doing, Mitch, I I find myself lately grabbing the Bible more, yeah. going in those certain sections, like you say, and it's yeah. answering questions. I think I might have had years ago about right. things so right i, I think to... you're doing a good work and like i say if you can just touch one person if we like right. after today's thing if there was a young person that didn't know i would take him to re- that section we read and just have them read that and right you can get
0: something right. like that, definitely there's so much more in the bible there's just so much more i just uh, can't emphasize it enough and once you've turned that bible loose so that it means what it says and who it's to and what it and when it's so three questions you ask when you're reading the bible who is speaking in the bible Mm -hmm. is it peter is it peter who was talking to israel in time past okay so Mm -hmm. who's talking who are they talking to when was he talking And maybe even what was the message? Right. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't even need to know that message because it's not to you. But it's all history. Everything from Genesis to Acts is history. So it's put there for our learning. But it doesn't mean that it's for us, okay? And then when you then if you listen, if you say, okay, Paul's talking. Who's he talking to? Oh, he's talking to the Gentiles. Well, if I'm not Israel, I must be. a Gentile. So then you know, this man is talking to you. Right. This is the. This is the. He's talking to the Gentiles now, and the message is salvation mm. and that, through Christ. And,
1: and if he's talking to him now, he's talking to you. like he right. just said. Right. Right. Well, exactly. I thank you, Mitch, for inviting me on
0: your show. Well, great. Uh, see, it's always good to have two people. Because what one don't think of, the other one will. Well, I don't know. I don't know what I really
1: bring to it for you, but I do appreciate you invite me and appreciate it helps. And
0: I it appreciate helps that you. other person. That you know, might have the same questions that you have. Go you know?
1: go through it and uh, let me be part of it because right. I enjoy it.
0: And uh, well, good. Thank you very much. Thank you, and you have yourself a good weekend, and God bless everybody else.